Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Monday, December the 27th. 20, I, I'll still say hey, Merry Christmas to you because over the weekend we got to we got to uh, observe Merry Christmas and get to spend so much time with our f- family and friends and whatever. And then we're sort of like the bookends with Christmas on one end and you got the New Year's on the other. Some people are coming out of the New Year's going, I mean, coming out of Christmas going, oh my gosh, I got to exercise. I got to watch what I eat. I got to n- pull back from the sweets. I got to do all that. Some people have been in the in the pandemic moment and really paid attention to physical fitness and their mental health. And others have had some challenges along the way. But then you get to the holidays, I think everybody kind of temporarily falls off the wagon. And it's a good opportunity to sort of get back focused again. And uh, without any further ado, I want to invite my friend Robbie D'Angelo into the conversation. Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. First of all, you're a human optimization coach. You're a best-selling author. You're a great friend. We have spent literally the last two years periodically on Coastview talking about mental and physical health, man. It's amazing how fast time flies, isn't it? It absolutely is. I mean, the first time we did an interview was right before Rona happened, and we've been talking ever since. Yeah, it's it's really, really been... It's helped me, actually, because, you know... As we've, as I've shared many times on the show, I've been on a lifelong uh, quest to stay in shape and to feel healthy because the things I enjoy in my life, offshore fishing, hunting, spending time in the outdoors, you know, spending time with, with our grandkids and our kids, all involves some kind of physical fitness. And if you're not in shape, you know, it can, it can really catch up to you fast. And the older I get, the more aware I am of that, incidentally. And the older I get, the more aware I am of... Um, you know, I like certain foods more than I used to, so I have to be very careful. I have to be careful. And, our, you know, our, our hormones slow down as we get older. I I think that sucks, actually. <laughs> I don't know if you can say sucks on the radio. I guess you can. But it does, man. It, it's, uh, you know, fighting the clock is is, uh, is a daily battle for for people my age. But, hey, we're going to cover all the all the spectrum. I want to talk about, you know, what you've been up to these days. You, you moved from the coast. You, not that you don't come back and not that you don't still have clients here, but you're living in Tampa because you wanted to increase the uh, the inputs, the positive inputs, the more the more you know ambitious inputs into your mind so that you could you know take your whole game to a new level. And on, on past shows, we've talked about that, but we'll get up to date on all that. But how are you generally doing these days? Man, life is beautiful. Um, enjoying life to its fullest, uh, progressing towards a lot of goals, everything's expanding. Um, just seeing seeing what really happens um, when you take a step outside your comfort zone and just go for those big things in life. But life is good. I mean, of, co- of course I'm a human and I experience ups and downs like anyone else. Um, but I, I would say this, I'm, I'm keeping my, my foot on the accelerator and moving forward. Well, you know, we've told your story before, <clears throat> but you play football at the University of Southern Mississippi. You uh, had to work hard to stay over 300 pounds. You uh, you had a great four-year career there, but when you came out, you 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 put a new lease on your life, and you said, "Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose a bunch of weight," which you did. How much did you lose in a year? I lost 105 pounds in a year. 
Wow. Wow. And what's so amazing about it, though, is that you literally transformed yourself and you've worked hard over since those days. How long ago was that, actually? That was 2007 that I lost the weight. So it's been a little while. Goodness gracious. But you've kept it off and you've really found a way. I, you know, I, I know we, we talked about these in the early days, but you don't, you're not a you're, you're fit. You're not really a fitness coach, although you are. You're not really, you know, a trainer, although you are. You're really into the human optimization uh, thing, which which is to say about connecting the body and the mind and, and helping people sort of become the best version of themselves. So you you do as much counseling on sort of how to approach this mentally as you do about how to do this physically. You can't really do one without the other, can you? Well, that's that's the lesson I learned the hard way. I, uh, I told myself most of my life that if I just lose the weight, then I'll be happy. Um, a lot of people have these if-then scenarios inside of their head, and that's the one I built up. But what I realized the hard way was I lost 105 pounds in a year, like you mentioned, but didn't solve one of the real issues that I was dealing with. I was still just as insecure. I still had no confidence. Um, I was still battling with anxiety and depression. And that's that's when I realized, like, okay, you lost the physical weight, but you need to lose the mental weight now. And you need to go on the journey of mental health. And that's when I really started seeing, you know, real progression when it comes to happiness, fulfillment, and actually enjoying life. Yeah, people, you know, I saw this as a, as a CEO, you know, who worked in the community a lot, but also had a, a, a large company with lots of employees. People generally, everyone has um, has burdens to bear, you know, what, whatever they might be. I mean, it could be drug or alcohol. It could be families, you know, issues. It could be spousal issues. It could be work issues. It could be, you know, uh, issues with, with health. I mean, everybody's facing that, right? I mean, that's, I mean, I, I don't think, is anyone, anyone in the world immune to no. the, the, the challenges of life? Last time I checked, none of us are perfect. Um, and that's one of the amazing things I learned, especially with what I do for a living, is I get to work with some absolutely amazing individuals. I mean, I, I've, I've worked with rock bands to UFC fighters, pro athletes, entrepreneurs that own amazing, huge companies. And we all struggle with the same issues from you know the person making fifty thousand dollars a year to the person making eight figures a year we all struggle with the same issues we've all had trauma we've all been through depression we all suffer with anxiety uh, i mean for someone to say they don't have anxiety i would be willing to bet they're just lying um you know we all have these issues what I, what i like to look at though is how good are we at self-soothing how good are we at overcoming these issues? How mentally fit are we? I, I like saying mental fitness because I truly believe it's something that you can work on just like you'd work on your physical fitness. And that's that's a lesson that I've learned is the more I work on this, the better I get at it. And that's one thing I see with my clients is the more persistent and consistent we are, the better we become at, okay, hold on. That's something that normally triggers me. I can stay away from it. Or, oh, when I'm in this situation, it normally causes a little bit of anxiety. Let me do this before I get in that situation to mitigate that. Um, so it's an absolute journey. And the thing about that journey is it never ends. It's yeah. always, always a process. 
You know, I tell you, as, as you know, I spent the last 15, 16 years of my career as a CEO. I was involved in a very significant digital media change efforts, mm-hmm. and um, which meant um, you know dealing with a lot of a lot of pushback and a lot of people who resisted change, and for some in some some cases very expectedly actually, and you, and, and there, there was nothing wrong with what they were pushing back on because it's hard sometimes to to recognize that the world is changing, and particularly in the digital media realm, but. Because of that, though, um, man, I, I got to see firsthand what, what significant stress was all about. And what I, what I found, though, along the way, though, you know, I had, of course, I had moments when I was just completely overwhelmed. But I generally found peace, though, by going for long runs. Uh, and then I would always you know, I'd find certain music to listen to that would that would help me relax even while I was running, or I'd find podcasts to listen to that that would be helpful. And uh, yeah, I find myself even today doing that because I don't have the stress of P&Ls or keeping a company going anymore. I do I do Coast View as a labor of love, but I'm mostly retired these days. But even today, though, you know, I, I noticed that when I go to work out, I don't ever just want music playing. I want to I want to play something, some podcast by somebody that's going to teach me something about how to approach life in the in the moment and just gosh buddy there's so much out there available that can help literally change your mindset and here's the thing when i'm not doing that i can find myself starting to slide back a little bit when i am doing that you know the combination of either walking or running and then weights and then feeding my mind full of positive stuff i'm i feel like i'm on my game i feel like i'm getting things kind of aligned and I know what it takes for me to do that. And when I get there, I can stay there as long as I'm conscious of it. But if I was, if I get unconscious of it, I start to slide back again. Um, and it's just something you have to be constantly focused on. You hear that all the time, don't you? You mean to tell me that doing positive things in your life leads to a more positive life? <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. But we, we never like step back to actually think about what you just said. I mean, you said that... I put positivity into my mind. I put positivity into my body through eating healthy, through working out. I do a lot of proactive, positive things to myself because I want to live a positive, better life. And it really is just an equation. But the problem is, is most people don't think about that equation. They're putting negative things in their body, negative things into their mind, and then wondering why they're having a negative life. Man, so it's amazing. It's amazing. If you want to change your mindset, change what goes into your mind. Zig Ziglar said this in the old days, and it still is true today as it was back then. I see behind you, incidentally, for the radio audience, I see Be Undeniable. We'll talk about that when we come back on the other side. But this is Robbie D'Angelo. He's a best-selling author and human optimization coach, a regular here on Coast View. And we'll talk about some of the challenges of the holidays. We'll be back after this. View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I 10 exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
Welcome back to Coast View. I have Robbie D'Angelo, human optimization coach, best-selling author from Coastal Mississippi, who has sort of transplanted himself to Tampa. He's still got customers here in Coastal Mississippi, but he's kind of changed his surroundings. He's a guy that very much impresses me because he's always pushing to find the best version of himself. So uh, I always, as, as usual, Robbie, I enjoy having conversations with you. Hey, I wanted to share a quick story with you. I have a, a new show that's a couple of months in called Super Talk. Uh, outdoors and it, it plays across the Super Talk network. And as you know, I've, I have a lifelong love of the outdoors, and I really enjoy doing this show. I get to I get to uh, talk to some of the most out some of the most successful outdoor oriented people in the United States. People primos hunting for people who don't hunt, they won't know that name, but one of the most recognized brands in the world. Uh, Drake, I uh, look forward to having the CEO for Drake come in soon. Uh, Toxie Hayes and uh, Cuz Strickland from Mossy Oaks in West Point, Mississippi. But these guys are international ambassadors for the state of Mississippi. I had the benefit of having this man. His name is, um, um, well, first I had actually two. One was uh, Chuck Cage and the other is uh, Ramsey Russell. And both of these great duck hunters. But Ramsey has this incredible story to tell. When he was 15 years old, he was in a room cleaning something, and he was using gasoline, and the gasoline ignited. And it burned him severely. They thought he was going to lose an arm and a leg, and his face was burned terribly. And um, anyway, he went on to do amazing things in his life. And, and literally, he's in the... He's, he duck hunts for a living. He's a guide. And he brings people all around the world. He's been to six continents duck hunting. But one of the things that he said while we were meeting was that the, the scars on his face create an opportunity to have a conversation with people about the scars they have on the inside. Because at 15, he decided he was not going to let his burns define him. But if anything, his bur burns would create an opportunity for him to maybe inspire others if he can rise above this. And he's done such an amazing job. He, I would call him a worldwide ambassador for Mississippi because he talks about that, whether he's in Pakistan or South America, wherever he is. He's representing Mississippi and people are drawn to him, not just because of his scars, but because of this thing that's in his DNA, you know, that, that's part of who we are as Mississippians. But he talks about the scars that people have on the inside. And it's so, you know, we were, we're having an outdoors conversation. We're talking about duck hunting in six continents. And we end up in this incredible discussion about scars that people have that you can't see and that everyone has them. And it was really inspiring. I and mean, you never know where you're going to get that inspiration. But I bet you run into people like that every day who you just say, wow, man. I mean, your story can, can impact so many people. I mean, t tell me about, about your inspirations in that regard. It's 100% true. Um, one of my core beliefs is to help people turn their mess into a message. <clears throat> um, part of my consulting company is we coach coaches to have a greater impact and to scale their business. And what's what I love about working with coaches is exactly what you just said. They all have some type of trauma, some type of story that they've had to overcome that where they've learned some medicine that they can now heal others with. And that's it's, it's truly one of the most beautiful things I believe is out there. And I was listening to a, uh, <clears throat> a lecture last week, and it was talking about the power of story. And actually, 
telling stories like he tells, like these coaches tell, like I tell. It's one of the most transformative things to help people believe in themselves and to give people belief that they can actually change their lives. So I, I love surrounding myself with people who have overcome trauma in their life because those are the most humble, strong people that you'll ever be around. And they're so inspiring. And that's some of that positivity you and I talk about um, is hearing those stories and actually listening to people because everyone's got a story to tell and everyone's got a lesson that you can learn from. And you never know. You never know when you see someone <laughs> or meet them what they're going through or what they've been through. I mean, and you know, we tend to be because we're moving too fast in our lives, we, we tend to be very presumptuous about yes. people that we bump into. We take a first impression and we run with it. And usually we're wrong. I mean, I, in, in fact, sometimes we can be so wrong about first impressions, it's like unbelievable. Yes. But, but the people we come in contact with, everyone's going through something. I, I love that you said make your mess your message. As you well know, our friend Robin Roberts has said that so many, so many times. And, you know, I said I said about her, I had actually her sister Dorothy on recently, and we talked about her, the, about Robin's inspiration and her mother's inspiration. Lisa Marion was such a good friend of mine. But but she means it. You know, she said that one thing that she was concerned about is she went through her breast cancer situation and she went through her, um, her, her uh, form of leukemia or whatever required the the bone marrow transplant, that she would that she would not find the meaning in the message and be able to make something up to to be able to make herself stronger and be able to inspire other people. And when people go through stuff, whatever that might be, and they're willing to share that and then become sort of a a role model for others to say I can get through this, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? It really does. It it gives us proof that it's possible. Yeah. And in today's world when there's so much confusion, so much that we don't trust, <clears throat> evidence is very hard to mistrust. So yeah. when we actually meet someone, talk to someone, hear someone say, "I've been in your shoes. I've been exactly where you're at and this is what I did coming out of that and this is what I overcame." That's undeniable proof and evidence that if we just make the decision, we can do the same thing. We said undeniable proof and, ev uh, and evidence. And behind you, you have a sign for the Facebook and YouTube audience and the Super Talk TV audience. They can see that. But for the radio audience, it says on a whiteboard, be undeniable. What do you mean by that? What, it, why, what makes that such an important message that you have it written on that board? You know, this started, um, I was doing some consulting with an HR company. And we were talking about just fulfillment in the workplace. Um, and that's where I fell in love with this word. <clears throat> so many people these days are living in a state of fear. They're, they're scared of losing their job. They're scared of <clears throat> speaking up. They're scared of being honest in a relationship or being truthful to who they are. So many people are living in this constant state of fear. And I was talking to this, this very, very successful HR consultant. And I was like, you know, if we just focus on being undeniable in every area of our life, it'll take away a lot of that fear. If you're undeniable in your career, undeniable in your job, your boss is not going to fire you. You're not going to lose your job. He's going to be searching for ways to keep you at that company. If you make yourself undeniable to your spouse, 
Do you think that they're going to be out there wandering? No. Do you, if you make yourself undeniable to your kids, what kind of impact would that make? So I, I, I love this word because it really just speaks to stepping in to your capacity, stepping into your potential, and just spreading that energy of being undeniable where it, just, it magnetizes people to you and it magnetizes those things that you really want to create in this world. What it says to me is be real. <clears throat> what it says to me is be authentic. Yes. Don't try to be someone you're not. Feel comfortable in your own skin. Am I reading what you're saying correctly? A hundred percent. And taking actions that are in alignment with your authenticity. Um, it's, it's one of the most freeing things that human beings will ever experience is when they're unapologetically themselves and wow. authentic when you're not having to worry about people's judgments, people's opinions, and you're just proud of who you are. I tell my clients all the time, like one of my biggest goals for anybody I work with is for them to stand in the mirror and look at themselves and be proud of what they see. So that's such a positive message. You know, Robbie, we'll, we'll, we'll pick this up on the other, other side of the break, but I want to kind of give you a, a, a scenario. And, and again, we'll pick it up on the other side. But, you know, here, here it is Monday. Christmas over the weekend, but leading up to Christmas, of course, you had Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving sort of kicks off the holiday mm -hmm. you know, season. So people are out buying gifts. They're probably working harder than they normally do because, you know, all, it seems like all companies are having challenges, you know, getting back up to full staff. So people are working harder than they normally do, maybe working longer hours than they normally do. Um, when you work harder and maybe look, work longer hours, it can create stress in your, in your private life. And then, and then you're you know you're out buying gifts, and some people are worried about: Am I getting the right gift? Am I spending too much money on my gifts? You know, should I buy that person the gift? And you maybe decided not to, but now you're thinking you probably should have. People have been with family members that are coming together. They have, some of them I have stress with. Maybe some of them they haven't talked to in a while. So it, you know, it's a it's a really stressful time. Of course, you got the pandemic that's hit and whatever. What I want to do when we get on the other side of the break is I want to hear, because what I'm describing is actually the normal person. It's the average person in life working hard to make ends meet and to try to make a, become a better version of themselves. What would you say to that person in this moment, having just gotten done with Christmas and headed toward the New Year's, about how to approach the New Year? When we come back, we'll talk with Robbie D'Angelo and we'll get the answer to that question. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Supertalk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I hope you're having a... A great Monday with Christmas behind us, and we're now looking toward the new year again. Man, where did 2021 go? I'm spending time with my friend Robbie D'Angelo, who's a human optimization coach and a best-selling author. Robbie, where did 2021 go, buddy? It's been a crazy busy year, and it, it seems like every year goes by this fast, man. I, I guess it's just part of the process, but this year's definitely flown by. 
Well, you know, remember being at the beginning of the year, we were all saying, please, pandemic, be behind us. And then, of course, Delta comes along and we had this new, new this uh, this incredible surge and so many people challenged by it. And then it, thank God, has waned. And we're praying now that the next variant isn't nearly as, as uh, lethal as Delta was. But I, I guess when you're when you're living in that, that kind of a situation, time can fly by rapidly. And here we find ourselves now looking toward 2022. But Robbie, you heard the way that I described before we went to break. The average person, you know, working a little harder than normal. Everyone's sort of got family challenges, you know, and you're coming together and you're trying to trying to put some of that behind you. Maybe you're not owning up to those challenges and maybe there's some guilt. Maybe there's a little bit of depression. Maybe there's some you know, worry about financial success. You probably are eating a little bit too much because when you're depressed or down, you want to find health, you know, food, happiness and food, which is never the way to approach it, but it's just a normal human thing to do. And now you're, you're kind of, it's almost like a spiral in a way. And now we're looking toward New Year's. <coughs> And we, and we want to help people start to think about this. That's not unusual what I just described, is it? No. And, and honestly, it's most people. Um, the, the expression I say so much is most people are drowning in priorities. Um, we have bills to pay. We have family. We have jobs. We have, you know, nonprofit events. We have just so much going on in our lives. We're so busy. And my question always to the busy person is why? Why are you so busy? What are you what are you doing all this for? What what do you really want? And that, that brings me up to kind of my first point. When you ask me, like, what what does somebody do in this situation? The very first thing that I ask people in this situation is, well, what do you want? Like you're you're coming at me with all your problems. I and I hear you. And I get it. Look, I, I, I have not had a uh, easy life by any means. But what do you really want? And this is such a great time of year, especially this week between Christmas and New Year's, to really look at what what do you want out of life? What do you want your life to look like? And then ask yourself, like, am I actually doing the things to have that life? Um, it takes some self-awareness. It takes some reflection. But the biggest thing is you got to slow down and actually ask yourself those questions. Because if you don't, you're going to get the life that the world gives you instead of the life you want to create. And that, that, that life the world gives you can snowball. And then suddenly it, six months yeah. from now, you wake up and you're more depressed, your relationships are more <clears throat> challenged, you probably you've gained 20, 30 pounds. So you at some point you got to make a commitment to change course. And if someone's going to today, right this minute, make a commitment to be to, to to of course none of this happens overnight. It's really a it's a lifelong journey. But to to start today the journey to to discover or at least go on the journey to discover the best version of themselves. What should they do starting today? Like I said, the first thing you have to do is develop clarity. And then once you have clarity and you're like, look, if you have your phone and you, you look at your phone like you look at your GPS, that GPS is worthless unless you have a destination on the other side. <clears throat> but once you have that clear vision, now it's time to start looking at actions. Because, you know, as, as much as I enjoyed the uh, Law of Attraction book, 
um, it's worthless without action. And that's yeah. kind of the secret to the law of attraction is you have to actually take action. You can't just sit on your couch and wish your bank account had money in it. You got to go make yeah. money. Um, but then you got to actually like ask yourself, is is my is the actions I'm taking aligned with the life that I want to create for myself? Um, but one of the things that I, I always get people to do, Ricky, and it's it's a very small thing, but it starts to build momentum because I, I think a lot of people are stuck because they stop taking action and they start building the story of, oh, I'm just stuck. I don't know what to do. I can't get out of this situation. Just It's just this repeating story, this narrative in their head. But my favorite question is this. What's the smallest thing I can do right now to create a win? The absolute smallest thing. Maybe it's I'm going to go stand outside for a minute and get some vitamin D. Maybe I'm going to drink some water. Maybe I'm going to call someone and get some advice. What's the smallest thing I can do right now to create a win? And then after you create that win, feel how good it feels to create a win. And then go ask yourself that question again and just start moving forward. It doesn't have to be this astronomical, big, mind-altering adventure. Just start small and build momentum and watch where that road takes you. But Robbie, tell people uh, I love the I love the way you talk about the basics. So let's 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 t you mentioned uh, drinking some water, getting hydrated. I want you to remind people how important that is. How powerful just going on a, a decent walk or when you do that, those two things, getting hydrated and going for a walk with really focusing on how to improve your sleep, how powerful that is. Talk about that for a second. I mean, those are the foundations. Um, you know, when we look at like something like building a house, you have to first lay a foundation. Sleep, water, those are the two foundations that if you don't have, nothing else works. Um, and look, it doesn't have to be like, 10, 12 hours of sleep every night. It's just good quality rest. I'm not talking sleep. I'm talking rest. Um, and a lot of that is your mental health and actually being able to be in a state of peace when you go to sleep. Um, but then, you know, something like water, your body is mostly water. And if you're dehydrated, your energy is going to be low. And of course, if your energy is low, you have no motivation. If you're dehydrated, you can't think straight. So if you can't think straight, your body can't be happy. It can't be motivated. It, it, it can't solve problems. So this is just the core foundation to actually start moving forward that if you're not taking care of the basics, then you're trying to make a change in your life while dragging an anchor behind you. I, I was always um, I was always kind of blown away. My personal journey of understanding sleep, as you know, we've talked about this before, but I wear a Fitbit every day, 24 hours a day. So I track everything. I track what steps that I take. If I take, if I do any particular exercises, I track that well as well. It's tied to an app on my phone so I can track. I look at everything from, you know, resting heartbeat to what my peak heart rate is during the day, how much sleep I did last night, how much deep sleep I did, how much light sleep I did, how much REM sleep I did. And I compare that from week to week to week or day to day, then week to week. And then what's great about Fitbit is it gives you the ability to compare yourself with other people your age and it gives you a fitness score. So, you know, I'm very focused on, on how all those 
pieces fit together. But it really helped me. You know, like in the old days, they used to do it in a journal. But, you know, and some people still require doing that. So writing it down and committing to it is really important. But in a way, my phone and the way my Fitbit connects with my phone creates that journal. So I'm able to track it. And if I'm falling behind, then I get an email at the end of the month. It gives me a progress report. I mean, technology, though, really has enabled us to really track our fitness in ways we never could have thought about it before. Yeah. And here's the deal. When you're in the world of personal growth or human optimization, the world I play in, there's 9 million tools, tricks, habits. There's just so much out there that we're almost in a society where we're addicted to the next thing. Oh, well, that didn't work. Let me try this. That didn't work. Let me try this. Oh, that diet. No, it's not for me. I'm going to try this diet. <clears throat> that fitness program didn't work. I'm going to try this fitness program. Consistency and adherence are the two most important things to long-term success in anything you do. So you have to find what works for you. A guy like you who's used to looking at P&Ls and you know, metrics and KPIs, you love the analytics of those numbers. Me, I don't love the analytics of those numbers because I start becoming consumed by them and they slow me down from doing the things that are more productive for me. So it's it's really about finding the tools that work for you. Look, that's why I hired a freaking coach. I don't want to have to look at my metrics. I want him to look at my metrics for me and tell me what to do. It's it's finding what works for you. Um, you know, this is I don't know if I've told the story before, Ricky, but when I left college and I moved back down to the Mississippi Gulf Coast, I was trying to find a new church home. And I'll tell the story quickly. And I was bouncing around from like 10 different churches. And I finally decided on one. And I said, okay, preacher, we need to go to lunch. I, need, I have a ton of questions and I need some answers. I asked him a ton of questions. I got most of my stuff out there. But one of the questions I asked him was, hey, look, there's like a hundred different versions of the Bible. Which one should I be reading? My friend reads this, you read this, I read this, I have no clue. And he gave me a beautiful analogy. He said, Robbie, if you go to the dentist and you ask the dentist what brand of toothpaste you should use, he's gonna tell you to use the one you use the most. So when it comes to reading your Bible, read the one you're gonna read the most. When it comes to dieting, diet the way you're gonna diet the most. Exercise the way you're gonna exercise the most. We're gonna continue the conversation with Robbie D'Angelo human optimization coach after this break. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Robbie D'Angelo with us. He's a human optimization coach and someone who's very inspiring. He's been a regular contributor to Coast View. And I always think this when, when you're on the show with me, Robbie, is that we don't have you enough. Because what, what, you, what you preach, because <laughs> you were just talking about whatever Bible you read the most, but, but just really what you preach about mental and physical alignment and trying to, to optimize ourselves so that we can... I mean, at the end of the day, it's really find happiness in our lives. I mean, that's what we're trying to do, find peace and happiness in our lives. And I certainly have, I believe I've found that in my retirement. It's been incredible what I have 
this place I found, find myself. And I always, I always felt like I was doing a good job at finding balance, but man, I worked hard in my prior life. But uh, it's a good place to be. Not that I don't have challenges, for God knows I do. Uh, but but it's but I'm pretty focused on on trying to find you know where that is. And and your contributions, I think, gives people give people something to think about as they enter into the new year. We'll have a kind of a final point from you about entering into the new year in just a second. But let me ask you before we go any further: How's your business doing these days? Business is good. Um, business is growing. It's. Uh, it's one of those things like I, I worked in I work in mental optimization and part of mental optimization is I, I work in what's called human capital. Um, so I, I work in businesses and help teams, sales teams and customer care teams. I, I help them have a better like mental operating system. And what I'm finding is companies are needing that more than ever, especially as we're having more remote teams and people are working from home, you don't have that quite that same team environment anymore. You don't have that same office camaraderie anymore. So people are more segmented, they're more alone. So personal growth is really needed now more than ever. Um, so we're finding like that piece of our business is really growing. And the other half of our business that's really growing is, you know, just teaching people how to make money online. Um, teaching people that have a certain skill set or a passion to help people how to grow and scale that business online. Um, so business is going really well, especially with this changing economy. Um, we're kind of adapting and changing with it. Of course, you know, a lot of what I do now is, is Zoom meetings instead of in-person speaking engagements. Um, that being said, I just got back from a, um, a three-city speaking tour, which was a lot of fun, um, working with a couple of different companies. So business is going really well. Um, and it's it's so much fun being able to do what I do for a living and just literally getting paid to help people. And then, of course, on top of that, so this is through the consulting company that you have with your partner. And then on top of that, you're doing you're doing individual consulting. That's just kind of a, just more the bread and butter of what you do. Right. That that's probably honestly my favorite thing I do is working one on one with individuals and creating like deep meaningful change, and really looking at what's holding you back, looking at those limiting beliefs and those stories you've been telling yourself. And you know we mentioned it earlier, overcoming the that past stress, um, that past trauma that you've been through, that creates some subconscious patterns that you just you don't understand why you can't get to the next level. You don't understand kind of why you and your spouse have this disconnect in your marriage. Like you, you just don't understand like why you're missing that piece. Um, but be able to work with somebody one-on-one -on, -one on a deep level to really unravel and uncover those things that are keeping them from really achieving what it is they want to achieve and really having that abundance in their life. Abundance in their lives. That's the goal at the end of the that day. The that's goal. the goal. So as we kind of begin to wind down, Robbie, what do you just get kind of a closing thought as we as now Christmas behind us, we go into the new year, people have an opportunity to create some New Year's resolutions. What would you say to them about that? Here's the truth. Only eight percent of people who set New Year's resolutions actually stick to them. And that's a sad, sad number. And the reason is, is we've talked so much on the show about life is not easy. We are not perfect. We're, we're these emotional creatures that have hormones and feelings and life is always changing. But it really comes down to two things. How clear 
are you on what you want and just how bad do you want it? Um, one of my favorite quotes is by uh, Frederick Nietzsche that says, with a strong enough why, you can overcome any how. And I, I think that's one of the things that we miss in this world is it, it really comes down to a hunger thing. How bad do you really want it? And are you willing to do the work it takes to have what you want? But on the flip side of that, I'll tell you this, and I, I know this beyond a shadow of a doubt. You really can have anything that you want. You can have the marriage of your dreams. You can have that beautiful career that gives you all the fulfillment you've always looked for if you're willing to do the work. And it really comes down to that. I mean, yes, you have to acquire skills. You have to get outside your comfort zone. There's some small variables in there, but you really can have anything in this world you want if you're willing to do the work. That's so true. I, I've, I've been keeping up with one of my friends who who decided, you know, and later in age, he decided I want to I want to learn to fly. And now he's flying and got his own airplane and instrument planning. I just I, I mean instrument rating. Then I saw the other day that now his son has his license and they like to go down to the Bahamas. And so that sort of plays into their overall family agenda. But I mean, you you really can achieve anything in life you set your mind to doing, no matter how old you are. But anyway, Robbie. You are a good friend. Uh, Happy New Year to you, my friend. And uh, we'll stay in touch with you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ricky, for having me on today, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. You bet. Hope you have a a great day, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.